Hey, Julie. Hey, Julie. Welcome to Hey, Julie, a podcast about many things up until the March 1st premiere of Survivor 44. Whoa. The Obama, the Obama Survivor. <laughs> Barry would be great at Survivor. I think he would. I mean, so much of it is charming people, being um, likable, being fit, being, fit. Being, f- being like an oddly fit middle-aged he man. He'd be like Gabler. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I think he'd be better at politics than Gabler. Yeah. Although Gabler made that amazing move of telling people he was going to give his money away. That was a good, that was a good politic move. <laughs> well, he said it afterwards. Yeah, that's true. You think Obama, uh, you think Barry would be like, Ellie, I hate that girl. Vote her out. <laughs> well, actually, I remember when, um, let's go way back in time, folks, when Kanye West first stormed the stage. Oh, my Lord. After stormed that, the Capitol? Yeah. <laughs> stormed the Capitol of the MTE Music Awards. And after that, Obama was ca- like caught on a hot mic calling Kanye a jackass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. So, yeah, I think he has strong opinions about people. Okay. Okay. And he would let loose a little bit. What's he got to lose? They'll never be able to take away the fact that he was president. <laughs> <laughs> I'd vote for him. Yeah. Sir, I voted for you twice. <laughs> and now I will vote for you to leave the island. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That'd be, oh, it'd be such a good season if we got Obama. Imagine him. He's like the second juror. <laughs> and there's just like five weeks of him like kind of sitting there silently and being like, hmm. Ooh, yeah, okay. that would be smart. He would probably do that. And imagine Can't if it was a couple. Okay, yeah. What if it was blood and water and he went on with Michelle? Oh, she would win. Yes. <laughs> she'd stab him in she'd stab him in the front. Yeah, get out of here. Um, she's on like an amazing. There are a couple of people who are on this like press tour right now. I don't know what she's promoting. Maybe she has another book. I'm not she sure. Probably has a podcast or some crap. Probably a podcast. But another person on an amazing press tour right now is none other than Prince Harold. I watched <laughs> an episode of The Crown this week. Okay. Like one of the more recent ones. Like I've never, I saw the, I saw about half of the first, welcome to the podcast, by the way, we're talking about whatever, <laughs> who cares? I saw the half of the first episode and I was like, I really don't know what is going on here and this is yeah. not for me. And then I watched a <laughs> random, I had a friend over and we're like, you want to watch an episode of The Crown? I was like, sure, <laughs> sure. I've never seen it. <laughs> was Diana? Is that the queen? Yeah, no, Zabicki. Yeah. Zabicki Diana was oh, there. Oh, Diana. Just, I don't know. So it was the like most very recent boring. season. Okay. It was very boring. Yeah. I wasn't a fan of it. It is boring, but it's like, it's boring. People love this show, though. It's like a history lesson with beautiful Elizabeth Zabicki. <sighs> That is what I noticed. It is very much like a history lesson. There is yeah. a ton of exposition in this show, and they just don't stop. They just don't <laughs> stop being like, well, I'm this person. I'm the head of the BBC, and in 1923, I was born. And then, yeah. like, shut up. Nobody talks like this. They bring up a lot of, a lot of like, B-list drama <laughs> that maybe British people know about, but every time, like, they'll, they bring up... Um, yeah, like, or a B-list prime minister. I had to look up Jonathan Majors. I was like, I don't know this guy. So he's the, the, uh, he's guy the prime minister. The, the guy from the Ant-Man? Yeah, <laughs> Jonathan Majors. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's a, in all the, he's going to be in all the, he's the new Thanos. Jonathan Majors? Yeah. He's the prime minister. He was the prime minister of Britain. No, he's a young American actor who's in all the Marvel movies now. 
Lovecraft, Lovecraft country. Oh yeah, that guy. No, but there's another major (laughs) prime minister. Prime minister. Who cares? Like literally, you type in John. You type in Jonathan Majors, and nothing comes up. Nothing comes out about a British head of state from real life. Because Jonathan Majors is the actor. Jonathan Major, singular, oh, is okay, the prime sorry. minister. My sorry. mistake. My mistake. Uh, much respect to Jonathan Majors, the actor. Well, I just typed in Jonathan Major and Google's like, you know what? I think you mean this young man. This actor. <laughs> yeah, he's hotter. He's hotter much hotter. Oh, my. I bet he's much hotter. I can't even see it. I can't even find a picture of it. The prime minister. But yeah, you it's like, yeah, exactly. It gets you looking up all these B-list British historical oh God, figures. Look at this guy. What a what a putz. <laughs> Those big glasses. Um, but I I actually have not finished this most recent season of the crown. I think last season was probably the best one. So yeah, you started on the not the not the I'm strongest. not gonna watch anymore. Well, but anyway, back to Prince Harry. He's on his book tour and he's just revealing like all this crazy stuff that I have to say is getting me even more interested in his book, Spare, which is coming out <laughs> soon. <laughs> I mean, so I'm not following any of this stuff, like other than it's generally happening. Yeah. Let me bring so, something up to you. Oh, please. Because you have a brother. Yeah. And I'm, I'm the, I was the much cuter mm-hmm. child as children. And now that we're adults, he's hotter than me. Oh, okay. So now so you're the, the William. Same way. I, you're no, the I'm William. the oldest brother. I'm the oldest brother. And I was yeah. like a young, hunky heartthrob. And now I'm just yeah. like fat piece of shit. You're, you're I do have hair. <laughs> I do have hair though. Well, so did you see the quote where Prince Harry was like, William is balding at an alar- alarming rate. And he doesn't look like my mom <laughs> at all. And I was like, wow, he hit below like... That's a that's an insult that only I, brothers would do to each other. I did Can you learn, imagine? I did learn about. First of all, that's like what was he born of a different woman? No, he's just. I think Prince Harry is just trying to position himself as like I am Diana. I am the oh, more I carry direct, my mother's spirit exactly. Well, and he is Charles. That's what I was going to ask. Is like, is his whole point now? Thirty years ago. The press and the royal family, like the the conjunction, the tornado, the hurricane of like rabid press and like the evil royal family basically created this perfect storm to kill my mother. Um, and now 30 yeah. years later, I'm married and the same thing is happening. The press is after me and my, right, my wife and the power of the monarchy doesn't like my wife because she's American, doesn't like my wife because she's mixed race. And then you have like, oh, my fancy older brother with her perfect white wife and her perfect little children. And like, is that the whole thing now of like, I am, this happened to my mother 30 years ago. And like, this is still happening to to me and my wife now. Yes, 100%. And um, he's he's right. He's right. He's 100% right. I'm just more amused. I'm looking at like the light side of things, which is him being just like very petty and saying things like my brother's balding. But yes, the theme of what's going on is exactly like you said, which is probably true. I mean, I'm the amount of people who really hate Megan. I just think is crazy. 
And the the amount of vitriol they have towards her, I'm just like, she is not, she's so innocuous. It's like, truly, yeah. who cares? But everyone has, every, especially if you're British or British adjacent, you have like a very strong opinion about her and it's probably negative. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. I don't have a positive view of her and Harry anyways, because I'm just like, get all these people away from me. Like, why are <laughs> we, a lot why of, are these a people, lot of people famous for being like, <laughs> like part of like one like inbred family like we just know <laughs> we know who their grandpa was a, hundred, a thousand the, years ago that's the correct american take that's the correct non-british take but some brits i mean some americans are really like into royals i don't know i'm they're also weird. annoyed that like i'm annoyed that like when they got married they were like hey spotify we want to do a podcast about like us and spotify was like Here's like cool 40 mil. Uh, and they were oh, like, wasn't it a hundred million? I, I have no idea. Maybe was, that was from Netflix. It's more than what I get paid. I'll tell you <laughs> that. It's more than what we make on Hey Julie, which is zero. Uh, yeah. And they were like, oh, new phone, who this? <laughs> you know, like Spotify. Oh, yeah. The check cleared. Oh, sorry. We're going through a tunnel right now for like years. They like just didn't make anything. And then they put up like a six episode like miniseries i nobody even listened to it like i'm sure and it's just like I mean, i'm a little hate- bit like i'm like just peeved that like celebrity podcast deals it's like the craziest thing in the world it's like mm-hmm. talk about the grift talk about the crypto grift talk about madoff talk about mm-hmm. the pyramid screen s- scheme talk about the tindler swindler people going out celebs going out and being like I have an idea podcast with me pay me like 45 mil and then they make like four episodes of like I was on scrubs once and that was it and like (laughs) hey I can't knock it if they're get if they're writing the checks might as well get some of it yeah I guess I agree um well let me just run a couple of these headlines by you okay okay I know this is not what our podcast is about, but I just think it's really funny. We have so there nothing the- to talk about for three months, <laughs> but we're going to keep podcasting. Um, there is the aforementioned William is balding at an al- alarming rate. How would you feel if your brother said that about you? Wouldn't you be so pissed? If he was right, I would be like, well, he's right. Yeah, if he was right. But I'm not. Yeah, I know you're not. But I'm just saying, <laughs> if you were bald like William, you'd be pissed. Um, I guess, I mean, I guess like bald people are like mad pissed all the time. <laughs> yeah, they are. Unless if there's Jason Statham, unless they're power balls, they just went with it. Then it's cool. My sense of humor is just to like own up to things. So if, so, if yeah. I was bald and balding and someone was like, hey, you're bald. I'd be like, yeah, bald and loving <laughs> Even if it hurt me. <laughs> but if my brother was like, you're bald. I'm like, well, I'm clearly not. No, I've got beautiful right. hair. So yeah, screw you. Um, he said that he said that he lost his virginity to an older lady who loved horses and she spanked his ass. Who William or Harry? Harry. Cool. <laughs> I mean, he was a little freak. He, he was a little freak. How he begged his dad not to marry Camilla, which is clearly a play because everyone hates Camilla. So he's like, Yeah, I hate her too. I begged him. I tried, guys, you know. Yeah. He said. This is like the best. This is such a younger brother thing. He said his brother forced him to wear that Nazi outfit. That is cold. (laughs) He's like, that is cold. He said like, they told him to buy it, told him to wear it. He's like, it's my brother's fault, actually. (laughs) 
<laughs> that is, I mean, good to be like, was me. Good for yeah. Harry. <laughs> That's cold to, to William. And then he talked about how. People um, aren't forced to wear Nazi no. uniforms on Halloween. They, did they, if they didn't physically dress him I, and then like prevent him from taking it off. If my I don't brother think was like, you got to wear this on Halloween. I'm like, no, nah, maybe I'll just be like Spider-Man or something. Yeah, I'm okay. I don't think so. Maybe like but, sexy, um, sexy doctor. And finally, he talked about how William physically attacked him and he fell and his head hit the dog bowl. Spilling that kibble well, all over the well, place. <laughs> Harry fell. Yeah, Harry fell. Okay. Because he got attacked by his brother. What? Well, sounds, I know. Sounds like a, yeah, I mean, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of any of these people. Like, just go away. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but I had to Be give rich. Danny's royal update. <laughs> Danny, oh my God. <laughs> Be rich. Go to your little things. Like, cut the ribbon at something or whatever. Mm-hmm. How are they That's, rich? How are they rich? The royals? Yeah. Public funding. What? Wait, so there's they just get money? Yes. Like taxes? Yes. Like the king taxes people for living in yeah. the kingdom? It's part of, yeah, part of taxes oh in the UK. That it's it's all explained in their documentary. So it's like basically basically the tax on the people, the citizens of the UK, like a small amount of taxes go towards funding the royal family and their and everything about them, their way of life, the properties, like everything. So that's why their whole lives have to be dedicated to service. And they have to like, there are certain things like when Megan had the baby, she had to the day after or maybe the day of having the baby, she had to like get her ass dressed, get that kid ready and go show the press the baby and do like a Q&A and photo call. Because like that baby in the minds of the British people, belongs to company, the people. Company property. Exactly. Return your laptop and baby within 30 days of your termination. <laughs> yeah, yeah so it's like, badge. there's an ownership there because they're, without the, I mean, yeah, there's no private, I don't think they have any private assets. I, D- Diana came from a rich family, so maybe she left some money to William and um, Harry, but... The royal just themselves. Go, it's like a nonprofit. It just goes back into the into the coffers. It goes back into the bank account. Yeah, I mean they have all those like jewels and I'm sure art and stuff. But do they actually own that? Jewels. I don't know. Crowns. No, I, I understand. Like I understand they have like jewels, but what do you do with that? Like exactly, can you, you can't sell even it? go to the, <laughs> the ATM? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and who do you sell it to? I don't even know. I don't know. This it's, is so weird. Yeah, it's well, I hope you. I hope the audience learned something with me today because I'm so. Me too. I have no idea how any of this stuff works. We should talk about American royalty, and there's only one queen of America, and Brett saw her in her feature film debut last night. Her name is Megan. <laughs> I'm so jealous. I really, really want to see it. Uh, yeah, so I saw Megan last night, and I can't uh, you saw it. It wasn't too scary for you. No, first of all, the movie's <laughs> PG thirteen, by the way. Yeah, um, which I found out as I sat down. Um, listen, I mean, there's not really going to be like much opportunity. I would say see Megan as soon as you can, like as there's an opportunity to see it in a packed theater, which I did last night at the Americana at Brand. Shout out to Rick Caruso, rest in <laughs> piss. <laughs> um. 
this movie is hilarious. This movie's this movie knows exactly what it is and is not it's not like a bad movie that you can laugh at. It like knows mm-hmm. what it is. It knows exactly what it is and it leans into it and it is legitimately a hilarious and good movie. And could like there needs to be honestly like make more Megan movies. <laughs> this movie honestly my if I had any complaint about it it was like we need more Megan and like Megan needs to kill more people. <laughs> How is my girl? Yes. AW. Yes. How is Allison Williams? Yes. <laughs> Danielle. Al- <laughs> I don't know if like Allison Williams is like going up against Kate Blanchett for tar, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure. She's not that kind of actress. However, Allison is perfect casting for this movie and is actually amazing because the plot of the movie very very briefly is that she is the the young girl the young human girl's parents die and she has to go live with her aunt played by Allison Williams and Allison Williams is a weirdo who works at the company that makes Megan Right. And she's like a total tech nerd and all she knows about is like programming and making robot dolls and stuff. Yeah. So actually casting Allison Williams as an antisocial weirdo who doesn't know how to be around children or other human beings <laughs> is inspired casting because yeah. she was so good. You're like, yeah, I do believe that Allison Williams does not know how to speak to human beings and does not know how to speak to children. And the movie very much takes advantage of that. She's been... I have to say, other than Peter Pan Live, which maybe you don't remember, but she was oh Peter God. Pan in Peter Pan You're Live. Other than that, Captain, <laughs> Captain Hook. Judge, won't you throw the book? <laughs> but she was so good in Girls. She was perfectly cast in Girls, and she was perfectly cast in Get Out. So so far, her career has actually been very good. No, I was saying this last night. I was saying like Allison Williams does nothing for five years and then she gets cast and she's like not that good of an actress and then she gets cast in something that is a iconic and b takes complete like no one else could play it of like her type of it's just like her vibe as like just this beautiful woman who's like not very good at communicating seeming like, like a normal person just seems like this blank sort of yeah like basic white woman that's how I felt about her in Get Out. I was like, I honestly don't know any other actress of her age, this generation, who would play this part as well as her. Marnie. Yeah, Marnie Michaels. Um, well, I really want to see it. Do you think it will make more money than Avatar? No. Really? I mean, realistically, no. <laughs> talk of the town is that it's overperforming at the box office already. I mean, it was packed. It was packed at the AMC last night. And people yeah. were people were excited. I went to the bar afterwards. I bumped into some people who I knew. They were like, hey, what are you doing? I was like, I just saw I just saw my girl Megan. Megan. And they were like, <laughs> that's awesome. We really want to go. We're going to try and go tomorrow. Like, yeah. it was packed. I, I I bumped into other friends at the Megan screening. Like it was a who's it was a who's who of Hollywood degenerates <laughs> last night at the yeah. AMC in Glendale. I love that. I want to, yeah, I would, I need to do like a double feature of Avatar and Megan, the two top films being released this year. Yeah. Yeah. I should do that. I should do that. I mean, everyone's, everyone's talking about the, the hot girls, hot boys, double feature. 
i.e. Barbie and Oppenheimer on July 1st or whatever. Yeah. Avatar. And Megan. Avatar and Megan. The way of (laughs) Megan. Um, We did get a question. Fantastic. From from Spicy Marco BB. I'm bringing it up because it's very relevant. Have you all seen the menu yet? If it has been discussed on the previous episode, disregard, I'm a few episodes behind, but I will go on a Hey Julie marathon soon. Well, he says pretty soon. Mm, Not soon enough. (laughs) You better get caught up. (laughs) But I have seen it. I watched this movie last night. Oh, cool. I it's on HBO Max now, and I, I am meaning to watch it. I probably will watch it in the next few days. But give me um, your I, thoughts on it. So my thoughts on it were that I enjoyed watching it without thinking it was good. <laughs> Rafe Fines is very watchable, Voldemort, as you all know. Yeah. Um, I love Anya Taylor Joy. Speaking of actresses, I love. She's like still in Queen's Gambit mode in this movie. She's very like putting her her chin in her thumb and like <laughs> listening intently. But and Nicholas Holt is another star. Do you know who he is? Oh, very much. Because I watched okay, the good. trailer last night for something called like Renfeld, Renfeld? or something yeah, like that. Yeah. <laughs> Holt. Can I talk about Holt for a second? Yeah, let's talk Holt. We'll get back to the menu. Yeah. My boy Nick Holt. Played a blue guy in an X-Man movie. Yes. And he was like, no more. No more, I say. Mm -hmm. I will only be drenched in the palest makeup for the rest of my career. And he always plays like a weird like zombie or vampire or like someone who has to wear extremely pale foundation. Yeah, for like Mad Max Fury Road, he's the guy who's like... Oh, what a lovely day. Yeah. And he's like a cancer baby or whatever the hell they call him. (laughs) And like, (laughs) and he's in like the warm bodies or whatever. He's like a zombie. Mm -hmm. And this Renfeld thing, he's like a vampire guy or whatever. Nick, some people, Jesse Chastain. Yeah. She loves kissing Oscar Isaac. And who can blame her? (laughs) She's like, cast me in a movie where I can kiss Isaac. Oh, yeah. he's not available? Shannon's available? Fine. Silver medal yes. for um, Mike Shannon. Don't blame. Don't blame Nick her. Holt is like, I need to play the palest person alive. Yeah. Powder Little remake Nikki. when? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Powder. Now, that's a movie that was lost to the sands of time. Yeah, it was a very 1994 movie. Anyways, Nick Holt, come on. Like, go to the White Lotus. Like, get a tan. Yeah. Um, he is good in this. He's great. He's always playing. He, he's, but he's kind of like unbothered in this movie in a fun way. It's more like his character in The Great. Uh, it's fun. It's like pretentious, but it knows it's pretentious, making a commentary about being pretentious, mm-hmm. which is where it kind of loses me. It's like if you have a foodie in your life, you might enjoy it. Um, <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah that's what really I hear. Nice. It's like very, it's like very fun. But the more you watch it, and the more you think about it, you're like, okay, good for you. Yeah. But this isn't like good. Yeah, exactly. So I, I can't say. I would say it's, it's free. Watch it. Give it a whirl. I enjoyed it. Is it better than Triangle of Sadness? I don't think so. Because it's also like they're both skewing the rich kind of. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Uh, can I do one more whole thing? It's just on my mind. Please, please. Benjamin Walker. You know who Benjamin yes. Walker is. Yes, he used to be married to a Streep daughter. May, Mamie Gummer or 
I think gamey maybe. Gummer. Who, which <laughs> gamey gummer. gummer. <laughs> which gummer? Benjamin Walker was also like, he's a Broadway dude. He was in um, the Andrew Jackson, Bloody Bloody Andrew okay, Jackson. Okay, so I saw Andrew, I saw Benjamin Walker in Bloody Bloody Andrew Jackson off Broadway at the public Same. 2009, Same. 2010. Wow. <laughs> Memories. And <laughs> I'm like buying all the stock, buying all the stock. Mm, mm -hmm. Nobody knows about this asset. This is like buying Apple in 1982. I'm like <laughs> buying Benjamin Walker stock. Yeah. And I'm like, this guy's a fucking star. This guy is a star. And he gets cast in a movie called X-Men First Class or whatever one, whatever these X the newer X-Men ones are, as the uh -huh. blue guy. And I'm mm -hmm. like, this guy's going to be a star. He's going to be an X-Man now? Of course. He's got the charisma yeah. to be a normal guy. He's got a charisma to be a blue guy. Right. He drops out. Last minute, Nick Holt does it. Nick mm -hmm. Holt starts dating J-Law. Yeah, power couple. Power couple for some time. Ben Walker does like Abe Lincoln Vampire Hunter. He does like a <laughs> bunch of like weird like romance movies where people are like making out in a field and like kind of has a whatever career. Yeah, after that. written by Nicholas Sparks. Yeah, yeah exactly. I just like, very, like there's a point, there's like an alternate history of America where like <laughs> Ben Walker and J-Law are like the power couple and that elevates Benjamin Walker. Yeah. Yeah. Benjamin Hillary Walker. wins in 2016. Like we don't have like <laughs> fashion. Like we have like, it's like six, three Democrats on the Supreme court. Like everything is different. He really, he could have had it all, but yeah. Mamie Gummer. He was married to, he was married into the street family. Like he could have had it all. What happened? Divorced I bet he cheated on 2013. her. Or maybe she cheated on him. Well, we got a we got a Wikipedia here. <laughs> Who's she married to now? No, they married in twenty July twenty eleven at their parents' home in Connecticut, but resided in Park Slope, of course. Naturally. In March twenty thirteen, it was announced that Gummer and Walker had amicably separated. You know, mm. I've amicably separated as well. So yeah, it's good that it's amicable. I I just I saw him in that play too, and I have to say I didn't have the same reaction. I thought he was good, but I wasn't I love, like, I oh love my that gosh. show. By the way, Mamie Gummer's Wikipedia has like her theater roles in it, and it's like <laughs> Northwestern University. Like it has her roles yeah. in college. Like that doesn't count. That doesn't count. <laughs> no. Someone logged in. Oh my! You know who logged in? Mamie logged in. <laughs> And said, let's She's make like, sure this is up to date. I played the girl in Music Man in high right. school. <laughs> Don't put that on Wikipedia. Come on, Mamie. Theater. Uh huh. No one has any idea what we're talking about. Wow, in this she was episode. in the Laramie Project. You know who else was in the Laramie Project? Everyone. Old Danny Gibson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 525,600 minutes is a I, different show. It is a different show. Wait, I need to do a little Fleischman check. Fleischman finale oh, happened. Oh, Danielle. <laughs> Danielle, I finished Fleischman. I finished Fleischman in three days. Yeah. Um, 
I would have I would have finished Fleischman earlier. Can I tell you? Can I tell you about my New Year's? It's Fleischman related. Yes, please do. Rainy. We've had a rainy week here in Los Angeles. Like, really pray for us. We've had like a whole half inch. <laughs> um, New Year's Eve rolls around and it's raining in LA, which means one thing: every single human being is canceling all of their plans. Yes. Any amount of rain, nobody goes out. I was going to go to a party. Party canceled. I called a few of the people who were going to go to the party. Why don't you come over to mine? Not a party. Just like come over to my house. We'll have it. We'll hang out. I'll have have some laughs. Sure. Everyone's like, no, I'm staying home tonight. <laughs> Everyone's just like, no. I'm like, okay, cool. Well, I guess I'm staying home too and not hanging out with anybody and going to sleep at 10 p.m. Love that. So I'm watching, but you know what I do? The ball's coming. The ball's coming at 9 p.m. because I live on the West Coast. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to watch the ball. Watch the ball in the rainstorm. And then mm -hmm. whatever. I'll have a nice little glass of scotch and go to bed. 8.58. Watching the ball. Power goes out. Oh! So <sighs> I... <laughs> it was just sat there in the dark. <laughs> a little lantern sat there in the dark, some candles. And I was like, gonna watch the ball and then like watch Fleischman until I decided to go to sleep. So I was gonna watch like more Fleischman, but I couldn't. Like everything turned off. So I was like, I'm just gonna get into bed and go sleep. Just, like, I'm picturing sad. you with like your glass of scotch, um, wearing like one of those nightgowns for men and like a candle in your hand yeah, and like then Donald one of those Duck hats or Scrooge McDuck, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like Donald, or like Ebenezer Scrooge yeah, Scrooge McDuck, it's yeah. sitting in the dark um so you just went to bed and didn't do anything i mean i like lit some candles and you were, i had a lantern and honestly, stuff and i like i watched no i i got i it was like Okay, I sat there in the dark with like some candles and stuff till like nine thirty. I was like watching and stuff you on, on my Twitter. phone. I was on Twitter. You looked on Twitter because you were like, Twitter. "What's going on?" I was on my phone. Like I have <laughs> yeah. YouTube TV on my phone. Like my Wi-Fi went out, but I could still get like cell phone waves or whatever. Yeah. So I was just like watching TV on my phone in the dark, and I was like, "This sucks." <laughs> so I went to I went to bed and I went on my iPad and I like also streamed some TV like just on cellular mode. Mm -hmm. and for like an hour and it was just raining it was just like raining really hard the lights the power didn't come back until the next morning and at god bless the ingenuity of of uh los la residents because they still somehow put on quite a fireworks show everywhere in la despite the fact that it was pouring rain on new year's hmm. anyways i was gonna watch fleischman that night i couldn't so i had to finish it over the course of three days that does sound like a really good end to like a good great and it's why I'm in a bit a of a sour. I'm so far I'm in a bit of a sour mood this year. It's been one oh. week. It's been <laughs> uh, one week, and I oh, I feel like I'm not. I haven't been in a great mood. 23 mm. so far. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of room for improvement. That's good. Um, finished Fleischman. Fleischman was great. I kind of like the last episode of Fleischman. I was like, Lizzie's mean. <laughs> Lizzie's husband's really nice. I know the whole point is that like everyone's got a story to tell and I'm sure he's mean to her sometimes, but like, I don't know. I felt really bad for her husband. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The whole point of it was like, <laughs> have you tried experiencing something from other people's perspective? Point Maybe they have yeah. a lot of horrible <laughs> shit going on too. Um, right. I really liked it. Um, 
And I I felt like I probably wasn't as crazy about like the final 30 minutes of the series as it's I just, was the rest of it. She just kept going. She just kept talking. It just she sure did. And <laughs> it just like wrapped up. I mean, it was just very like it was very like much like a cutesy novel, which it was based on and the person who wrote the novel like wrote every episode and I'm sure I haven't read the novel I'm sure she did a relatively faithful adaptation of her own stuff she did a really good job honestly I I said this last time but I think the show is better than the book I couldn't remember what the ending what happened in the book I found it a little unsatisfying that we didn't get like anything about Claire Danes Lady Fleischman yeah uh, we just sort of assumed that she'll go to the doctor and get better but that was a pretty intense, and I thought that maybe the most interesting to me storyline, and it does not get It kind of only gets any one sort of episode, and yeah. you're like, why is she in this show? And then there's like a 65-minute episode where like, this is why Danes is in the show. Yeah. They gave her a meaty, meaty episode where she got to do some good crying. Crying and screaming. You're like, this, yeah. is, this is the Danes playbook. Um, yeah. I love Lizzie Kaplan in it. Like, I, I just kind of like... Did you relate but, to her character? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I was, <laughs> I was like, I was like her husband. I was like, why can't you just be happy? You have a nice life. <laughs> Feeling like I was probably a better, more interesting version of myself 10 years ago and wanting a sneaky cigarette every once in a while is like very much my vibe at the moment. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. I don't think And also that. the fact that she wears like an oversized Guster t-shirt, like Yeah, she wore she she dressed like a kid. <laughs> she No, yeah, I mean there was there's been a million TikToks and videos made about how Haley Lou Richardson dressed in White Lotus. Where is yeah. the where is the costume design for Lizzie Kaplan? <laughs> where is the TikToks about the Fleischman costume design? Yeah, there's much much to discuss, much to unpack. Oh my god, quite. Yeah. And then they did do another couple of scenes. Luckily, Jesse Eisenberg wasn't in them. But they have her like, they show her going on Facebook and messaging someone on Facebook. And I was like, stop showing Facebook in this show. Because then they cut to Jesse Eisenberg. And I'm like, there he is. What other, this is where the Gen X parents are. They're on Facebook. I know. They're on Facebook. They have ideas about what books should be allowed and shouldn't be allowed. I got to say, I thought her neighborhood in New Jersey looked great. It was, I mean, what I loved about this show is like the, again, because I love little children, like suburban mm-hmm. parents, like not really liking stuff, you know, like the sort of like chorus of other moms and dads being incredibly boring. Yeah. I find that like to be just very pleasing entertainment <laughs> for me. Yeah. <laughs> like a group of moms being horrible, mm-hmm. bad moms, yeah. if you will. Oh, a yes. bad mom's a very bad mom's Christmas. I haven't seen any of these <laughs> yeah. movies. I have. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I'm just all about it. I think it's great. I think it's great going to the community pool and like the mm-hmm. moms, the other moms being me. And like, this is good content for me. Yeah. So uh, I knew I, as I was watching it, I was like, every line she said, I was like, oh, Brett's loving this. He's loving this. I was like really affected by. One thing that happened, a couple things that happened in the final half hour of the show, but then also there's there's a way that all of it kind of like wraps up in a very, very neat bow mm-hmm. that I was like, okay, 
Okay. Yeah. Not crazy about this. It just feels it just feels very much like a little cutesy book, and that's like, and it, just, uh, it didn't totally. The ending didn't totally work for me, but I'm all about that journey. So, do you think they'll do a season two? I don't know. I don't know how they could. It's not possible. I don't know. I don't know. Fleischman. Fleischman get, gets married yeah. again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or we could follow Seth's character. Lady Fleischman is just a real pill the entire time. And then you see it she from was. her perspective and you're like, okay. Yeah. You, I you kinda really get it. do. Yeah. I definitely also just, I, I kind of don't see how they're together. I just like didn't buy them as a couple, even though they mm-hmm. do a very nice episode. So that's like, here's why they're a couple. And it right. colors it in a lot, but I still didn't totally buy it. Yeah. Her haircut was just way too sharp severe it was a severe Severe new york working mom cut and maybe that's why i loved it i would never get my hair like that but it's fab i would stop Um, doing this podcast with you if you showed up with that haircut i i know and i wouldn't blame you i watched some more movies i watched a little something called benji's and then a shurn Oh, oh, I thought you said Benji's. And I was like, she watched another fucking Benji <laughs> another movie. Benji, Benji. Benji's Vinisherin. I watched that a couple weeks ago as well. What'd you think? It was fine. I agree. It was fine. And then I went, my new favorite thing is to look up movies on Letterboxd. Like I use Letterboxd. I was a power Letterboxd user for a while. And then I forgot the app exists for like three years. But then I re-signed up. And so I love going and looking up the reviews. And everyone was like, this is the best movie I've ever seen. The more I think about this movie, the deeper it gets. And I was like, really? I don't think so. I, to be honest, I'm not a huge Marty McDee fan. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying he's bad. Like, I don't hate his work. It's just all like, it's like all fine to me. And like, people fucking love In Bruges. People are like, In Bruges is the best movie ever made. I really like In Bruges, but I'm it's like, not like... It's fine. They're just like floating yeah. around Europe. <laughs> <laughs> and like, it's just yeah. all those movies are like, oh yeah, this is like entertaining and nice. Like, I just don't... The, whatever part of people's brains that like make them really love Martin McDonough's work, it's just like completely absent for me. Like, every time I see, like, see someone, I'm like, this is good, but I'm like... Moving on. Yeah. I'm I feel the same way. It's beautiful in that, like, it really makes Inisherin look so pretty. Like, didn't you think you oh wanted to go roll around in that grass? And I wanted to roll around water. with the sister and be like, let's and, start a life together. Be mean to me. <laughs> and the donkey was really cute. Oh my god, the donkey. What I did appreciate the, about the movie, like I did, I did really like it a lot. Right, like it was, yeah. it was a good movie, and it sets up. If you don't know the premise of the movie, these guys who have been friends their entire lives on this island in Ireland, like turn of the century, like early 1900s. One day, one of them was like, "I don't want to be your friend anymore," and yeah. I don't have to explain this to you, really, but just like, please leave me alone, and I just don't want to be your friend anymore. And they live like on a very small. Island and very you know, small. Yeah, everyone's and like it's a in far- the olden times. There's yeah, no everyone's like a farmer or like a blacksmith or something like that. Right, a fiddler. And you're like, what? This doesn't make sense. And then you like 
you're like, actually, the guy who doesn't want to be friends anymore make, <laughs> is making a ton of sense. And actually, yeah, Colin Farrell is a bore. He is really boring. He's like, stu- yeah, like, shut up, Colin Farrell. You are really annoying. And like, mm-hmm. I would do the same thing. And the guy who doesn't want to be friends anymore goes to greater and greater extremes to emphasize that he does not want to be friends anymore. And it is so, it's incredibly like far-fetched and ridiculous and gruesome. But also you're like, I don't know. Like he is kind of making his point relatively clearly. And like, I don't know. This is how he feels. Then just don't be friends anymore. So no matter how ridiculous it is, you're like, oh, I kind of do agree with him. I kind of agree with both sides. So it was the thought experiment of it was 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 good and it was it was very well executed without being like it was not like then like Back to the Future. This isn't like a classic yeah. for like forty years, you know. Right, and it, it also features everyone's favorite little feet freak, Barry Kalfin. I don't know how you say his last name. Barry Keown. I don't know. Keown. He's Irish. He was really good too. He's always good because he always plays the exact same character, which is a little freak, little freak boy. (laughs) That's why he's playing the Joker. Is he? Is that? Yeah, he's in the Batman. He's in the Batman as the Joker. That's great casting. That's really. That's a little. You don't see him. He's like behind. He's like in a cell or whatever, and you kind of don't see him. But it's it is him. Yeah, he's a perfect little funny little freak. He was in Killing of a Sacred Deer with Colin Farrell as well, if you haven't seen that. I haven't seen that. Is he a freak in that? Stars. Pardon? Is he a freak in that? Yeah, he's like, he, he eats spaghetti all disgusting. Don't go. Don't go. <laughs> Our girl Nicole Kidman's in it too. Oh, I went to the AMC last night. Tell you what, she got a round of applause, as she always does uh, at the AMC oh theater my gosh. in Los Angeles. Um, as she deserves... Yeah, Killing of a Sacred Deer. It's good. I would recommend it. I asked this to my movie-going partner last night. Mm -hmm. How long does AMC run the Nicole Kidman happiness, sadness feels great in a place like this? Like, pre-roll. Like, when are they going to pull it? Yeah. Never. I think they'll keep, like, redoing it. Redoing it with Nicole? Yes. Yes. Okay. That was the same response. That was the same response. Like and then, like every when, five they, to ten years, do it again, and like maybe get La La Land out of the, like the screen. Like maybe she's not watching La La Land or something like that. Yeah, and then they're gonna Dane. They're gonna try to do it with someone else, and the uproar will be so deafening that they'll have no choice but to come grovel back at her feet. Yeah, like you can't do it with like Anna Kendrick. Die, <laughs> die. Maybe Lady Gaga. <laughs> Oh my gosh, yes, Lady Gaga would be amazing. Um, I did, wait, there's one last movie that I want to discuss. Of course. Do you have any other Banshee's thoughts? I I feel like I was monologuing the entire time. No, I I have a different take on it in that like, I don't, I think they both, I actually was more team Colin Farrell. Yeah. Because I thought, um, I thought, what's his name? I want to say Martin, but no, that's the director's name. Brendan Gleeson. Brendan Gleeson. Yeah. Brendan Gleeson was sending him mixed messages. So I just was <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. I was more team Colin. I felt bad for Colin. Colin's such a little cutie and he just loves his donkey so much. So I felt bad for him. Uh, but yeah, overall, I liked, I, I think we're on the same page. He has a like, very good dog and a very good donkey. Yes. And then like some okay horses. 
Who cares about a horse? Like, whatever. Horses are like NPCs. A donkey, yeah. though. A donkey and a dog? No, those are characters. Actors. Um, I saw a little film. I forget what it's on, but it's it's called Emily the Criminal. I watched that recently as well. It's so good. Speaking of Barry, it was on Barry's like top. You know, Barry puts out his like end of year like Instagram post where he's like, I really like yes. the new Kendrick Lamar yeah, album yeah, yeah. and this book about whatever. <laughs> yeah. just, like, he put Emily the Criminal on his like top, Barry's top 10. Not Barry Keown, I, Barry Obama. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Our other funny little freak, Barry <laughs> Obama. Um, I agree with him. I I just think Aubrey Plaza is such a star. Tight, it was just a tight, tight little movie. I love the guy who played her kind of like boyfriend slash mm-hmm. like boss. Boss, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I it, yeah, it was like a tight little movie. The basic premise is that mm-hmm. Emily has a felony offense from when she was in college. So it's really hard for her to get work. She has to, you have to tell people, I guess, when you have a felony, if you're well, in a Yeah, when you apply for a job, there's a, there's a, there's a little box. It's like, have you ever been convicted of a felony? And I right. write, no. <laughs> I also would right now. Yeah. But she can't, she has to say yes. And so she's very upfront about it. She tells people about it, but it prevents her from really gaining any momentum in the workplace aside from as like an independent contractor or working like a catering job. Yeah, she works for like a kind of like Uber-esque situation where she's like yeah. delivering food and stuff. And yeah. it made me, I, I just thought everything was so realistically done because I were, I've worked in a tech company where like we're the people waiting for that food. Oh my you know? god! Oh my god! Yeah, she. It's. I guess she works at like a catering thing. It's like it's yeah. somewhere between like Postmates and like an actual catering company. I kind of didn't understand. You know the sketch, and I think you should leave of like <laughs> Patty Harrison and the driving test, and they're like, "What's her job?" She's like, "The tables, the tables." What's her job? I kind of was like, "What is her job? Is she is she like a post a Postmates person? She delivers or is she like at a catering, like catering. company?" Yeah. Anyways, so there's so many scenes of like her showing up to like an office with like that giant sack full of hot food and yeah, full of hot like, food. Did you have the, you had two chicken salads or just one? You know, like right because yeah. I've been the person waiting for that food. I oh haven't. I would like to think I'm not as bitchy as those people, but I've definitely I waited because I was hungry. But you, we look like fucking vultures. We're just like hanging yeah, out. we do. No, because I've been to those. I've been to those. We still have those where it's like every yeah. couple months we have the thing where it's like everybody come in and we'll cater lunch mm-hmm. for everybody, and like the Mendo Farms guy comes and I'm like, I'm just like I'm licking so my sex. lips. Let me, I'm like yeah, let putting, me get my little I have the snout. I put the napkin <laughs> in my chest and I have the fork and the knife and I slam it on the table. <laughs> you elbow someone to get out of your way <laughs> first in line yeah. yes um but so that's her job and um you know it's not paying the bills she has student loans honey she's got a tough she's got a lot of stress a lot of anxiety and then it turns out that she's really good at being a criminal Really good. And she actually prefers it. It's very much like it's like the hurt locker, you know? Like she can't go straight she now. She can't go back to that supermarket at the end. She breaks bad, honey. Yeah, she just commits credit card fraud. And it's just really satisfying to watch a movie where like there are scenes where it's obviously very nerve-wracking. You're anxious on her behalf because you're like, oh, she's this small woman. A little bit like where- uncut Gemsy. A little bit. Mm-hmm. A little yes. bit. Just in terms yes. of like how she's like pulling off some of these like crimes yeah 
where it's like you think she's gonna something bad's gonna happen to her, something she can't handle, and then she just fucking kills it. She's just great at her job, which happens to be a criminal. And it's just really good. I highly, highly recommend it. It's very satisfying. It's also like 93 minutes long, like mm-hmm. iconic. And she's so movie length. Good. She's re- she's really good. She's a she's a star. My yeah, parents who like watched White Lotus were like had no idea who she was. Like we're like shocked thought she was like someone who they plucked out of like obscurity. I'm like, yeah, like maybe 10 years ago. She's been in a lot of things. <laughs> she had to make that NBC money oh so that God. she could go Good off and her. do movies like Emily the Criminal. Good for her. I did watch I did this is a Danny thing. I watched oh. a I watched a completely rando movie this week on a personal okay. recommendation from a friend and uh it is called it is an old movie. This is like a Benji. This is like a Benji level recommendation. Oh my god. This is a movie from the 70s called What's Up Doc. Have you heard of okay. it? I have heard of it. Starring Bab Streisand. I have heard of it. This movie is wild. It is Did you just love like it? a screwball rom-com mm-hmm. with Babs and yeah. some other folks in it. And it's like not affiliated with the Looney Tunes, <laughs> but she essentially plays Bugs Bunny in it. And there's like multiple <laughs> references to like Bugs Bunny and the Looney Tunes in it. And it's just like, what if, what if a rom-com, but Bab Streisand is like sort of like Bugs Bunny in that she kind of just like shows up wherever and is like, has like, just does whatever the hell she wants and is like very insistent all the time. And the world sort of bends at her whim as if she's a com, as if she's like a cartoon character. And she just like shows up in San Francisco and like some guy is hot and she's like, <laughs> she just literally like chases after him, like Pepe, Le- like Pepe Le Pew for two hours. Oh, and I then like, that. in the end they fall in love, even though he's like very like, what, what is going on right now? So like, I'm- it's just a movie where like, as long as you're persistent and you gaslight someone, you get the girl or guy in the end. So good for Babs. Good for this movie. It is very delightful. That uh, sounds right up my alley. And, you know, there was also a actual movie called What's Up, Doc, starring real Bugs Bunny made in 1950. Oh, wow. Maybe it's a remake. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I'll give it a whirl. I'll watch anything. Do you think it's as good as Benji the Hunted? I'd say it's equal. I'd say they're equal. I love Barbara Streisand. You're going to watch this As movie and you're going to be like, what in the hell is going on? Does it she makes... sing in it? Oh, yeah. Good. Oh, yeah. She sings. Um, at no point does this movie ever try to make any sort of sense. There's like cool. so much going on with it. There's like. Uh, there's like a sea suitcase that like the CIA is trying to get, and there's like an old lady with jewels, and like <laughs> there's like a rock competition for like rocks, and there's like an evil bellman. Like this movie's crazy. Ooh, it's got it all. <laughs> it's like a Stefan movie. <laughs> it was just you just name crazy things. Yeah. yeah. It. So uh yeah, I was recommended to watch this movie. And uh if if you're like sick, if you get if you get COVID. In the next couple of weeks, I'm getting my boost on Monday, so just go and just like if you're just on the couch, just watch this movie because you're just gonna have a delightful time. It's just like a very comforting little romp. 
Okay. Well, I love that. This is the only podcast where you're going to hear the most random movie recommendations (laughs) like Benji the Hunted and What's Up Doc. And that's why the people love us, including the saboteur, who said, no question, just thanks for getting me through my final semester of undergrad. Two bachelors down, one MBA to go. Wow, you're welcome. Our pleasure. We're glad that you're getting that education. Sounds like you're really smart. <laughs> Two bachelors? Yeah. And, and, an and MBA then to you're go. going to get an I feel like you're trying to put off real life. <laughs> the saboteur. How many how many degrees do you need? <laughs> the saboteur what, is sabotaging. <laughs> one day I'm gonna be in like the operating room and they're like car accident victim. He has a light, he has a light pole. The street light through his chest or whatever. Yeah. And I'm going to look up and it's going to be the saboteur BB. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got all these degrees. I, I guess they said they're getting You're an welcome. MBA. So maybe I don't want them to be my doctor. Right. But um, um, yeah, good. I mean, good for you, saboteur. But like, yeah, get in there. Start listening. making money. Start making money. Come on. Mm-hmm. It is time, unfortunately. Uh, thank you for listening. Thanks for sending that comment in. Thank you all for your questions and comments. There's a lot of stuff coming out. So I feel, even though it, obviously this has been more like, um, a, a, a grab bag full of recommendations this episode, we haven't spent like a ton of time on any one thing. I do feel like I'm watching such good stuff these days. Like I loved Emily. Banshees was good. Um, uh, Fleischman was great. Like I- I'm enjoying all the stuff I'm watching. Yeah, everything's so much. been. There's menu a, there's a lot was of good, good stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like we're in a good time for content. I still have to see the whale. Yeah, there's a lot of like Oscar-y movies that I have yet to see. I'm gonna try and see in the next couple weeks or whatever. So my guess is like the podcast is gonna continue to be this vibe for now. Yeah, grab bag because it's just like there's a lot to see, and we have to we have to make sure our thoughts are known on all of them. <laughs> Because what do we need more than people (laughs) giving their thoughts on a podcast? (laughs) Exactly. So thank you all so much for listening. You can always tweet at us, HeyJulieBB on Twitter or email us, HeyJulieBigBrother at gmail.com. If there is any piece of content that's coming out, any movie or TV where you're like, wait, Brett and Danny should watch this. We're always open to recommendations and suggestions. Even if it's the card counter. (laughs) Yeah. It doesn't mean we will for sure watch them, but we'll take it heavily into consideration. We sure will. Um, well, this was this was fun. It was weird, uh, <laughs> but I liked it. Same. And we will see you next time. Bye, Julie. Bye, Julie.